Let us pray. Almighty God, I come to you now as your servant, asking that the words I speak this morning would not be mine, but they would be yours. And asking, O oh God, that those who hear and receive these words would receive them not only in their mind and in their hearts, but deep in their souls. That place, O oh God, where only you and they go. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit, that I would do your will and not my own. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right, so today's uh, reading for this third Sunday in Advent uh, comes from Matthew 20, verses 20 through 28. And you know, we've been following uh, the stages of love, and the stage for this week is how do you show love? Well, it's acts of service, amen? And it really fits with Advent, does it not? Are we not getting ready to receive that one who did the ultimate acts of service for us. So here's the reading. Jesus is well now well on the way up to Jerusalem. And he took the twelve off to the side of the road and said, Listen to me carefully. We are on our way up to Jerusalem. And when we get there, the Son of Humanity will be betrayed to the religious leaders and scholars. They will sentence him to death. And they will hand him over to the Romans for mockery and torture and crucifixion. And on the third day, he will rise alive. It was about that time that the mother of Zebedee, the Zebedee brothers came with her two sons and knelt before Jesus with a request. What is it that you want? And she said, give your word that these two sons of mine will be awarded the highest places of honor in your kingdom, one at your right hand and one at your left. And Jesus responded, You have no idea what you're asking. And he said to James and John, Are you capable of drinking the cup that I'm about to drink? This is the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, why, why Advent? <laughs> why are we doing this? This sounds like a Lenten gospel, right? That we should be talking about it during Lent. But actually it fits right in with what Advent and what we've been talking about this Advent is about. If we're getting ready for the ultimate act of love by God, which was to provide Jesus to give us a path by which we can experience love and behave in love, then we ought to... <laughs> talk about some of the attitudes that maybe get in our way. And Christmas is, there is no better time in the world for attitude to get in the way of what Christmas and Advent is actually about. Because I can tell you now, if you've sat down and you've watched any, number, any amount of TV at all, you've just been inundated with commercials that want you to what? Go buy some kind of present to somebody. Yeah. Just to buy a whole lot of stuff. I mean, everything, you know, and one of the one of the few good stories here in Atlanta had to do with the uh, Atlanta Braves third baseman. You know, uh, I, I thought, man, if this doesn't smack of capitalism, uh, Josh McDonald, who has more money than all of us combined will ever see, uh, had told his mom a couple of years ago, she was a smoker, and said, look, if you quit smoking, I'll get you a Maserati. Well, apparently she's, 
two week, two two years without smoking, and he and and now it's gone viral on the internet. He pulls up into her driveway with what? A brand new Maserati. That's a hundred and nine thousand dollar car. Before tax. Yeah, I'm like so. I mean, we got so we got all this stuff that we're talking about at Christmas time, and it all comes down to money. How much money do you spend? How big and brassy can it be? I mean, you, there's there's houses in our neighborhood this year that apparently got into a um, a Christmas light thing competition. Wow. Oh my God! They have spent hundreds, hundreds of dollars decorating the outside of their house so that I mean, and it, you go to this this part of the block in our neighborhood. At night, it could be completely dark. There could be no moon, no starlight, and this would be lit up like it was day because of all the lights that they've set up. All in the name of Christmas. So it occurred to me, if we're going to talk about love, what is the greatest act of love that anyone can do? Jesus told us. Well, he said the greatest love that you show for somebody is when you lay your life down for them which is actually the <clears throat> ultimate act of service. And so that's what I wanted to bring up today, is that if Advent is about preparing for the birth of Christ, should we not be taking some time to prepare ourselves to be of service? And how do we do that? First, if you're going to be of service, and this is why this is hard, because... You know, if you go buy a Christmas present, do you have to think about it much? Not really. No, I mean, you really don't. I mean, the, the debate comes on how much you're going to spend, right? And, and then there might be the secondary debate that you want to get them something that you think they can use or they're going to like or whatever. Um, <clears throat> of course, we fail on that miserably, don't we? Because what is it, Christmas Day? You know, you get all these presents, and the day after Christmas is the biggest return day. In, in retail because people are bringing back all, all this stuff that they got that they didn't want and I know that offices if you're in offices they they have um, at least one party a year where they call it the ugly sweater party sometimes they have ugly sweater contests yeah. yeah you know who can who can wear the ugliest sweater because you know again it's all about Christmas but is that really about love and this is why that I think we just kind of bypass it because it's, if I spend five bucks and I give you something, the thought is, okay, you thought of me. And then we let that go. But that's really not what it is to be in a relationship with God. That's not what it is to share the love that God has shared with you. First of all, we need to check our motives for, for uh, uh, our service. What, what, what is our motives about? I would hope that our motivation for service that we do has to do with the fact because we love God and because God loves us. Secondly, in order to be of service, what's the big thing you've got to do? And it's probably, for a lot of people, it's the hardest thing. You have got to put somebody before you. In other words, if you're going to serve, it's re and it's going to be really a service out of love, 
part of your motivation has to be that you're putting them first. Giving part that of is, your life. Amen. I mean, you know, I know that a lot of us, when we hear, well, you know, the greatest act of love that you can have is laying your life down for somebody, and we all kind of sit there and we go, well, yeah, you know, Jesus did that. But that's, that's, that's not us. Well, yeah, it is. We would get far more done. We would have far more incredible things happening in our lives if people were just willing to set themselves aside to be of service to another. And um, the last thing is, I, you know, I wrote it down and I thought, do we really... Do we really understand this? If we are going to be of service, if we're going to love unconditionally, and we are going to set ourselves aside to be of service, are we really committed to that? See, that's that's the thing that we've got to kind of meditate about. I Because I, I look at this church, and I think about what we've done over 20 years. We haven't done the stuff that we've done because we thought it was the right thing to do. We did it because we were committed to that service. That we honestly believe that that person that sits next to us, that person that we have a relationship with is just as important, no, actually more important than we are. And that is the lesson of Christmas. It is about God loving so unconditionally that God has given a part of God's self to say to you, look, this is how important you are. You want to give a really big, gaudy, wonderful Christmas gift this year? Find somebody and go to them and tell them they're the most important person that you know. God bless you. Amen.